0: Welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats in notable restaurants. Order up. I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And this week, we'll be talking about
1: the West Mercer Elementary Culture Fair. Um, KMIH visited it last Wednesday, and we played some songs while the culture fair was going on.
0: Haley and I had the privilege of interviewing many of the parents there to learn about their culture and the food that they brought to the culture fair.
1: So yeah, throughout the fair, we stopped by many different booths representing a variety of cultures. Um, The environment was definitely filled with a lot of excitement, and the performances were definitely enchanting. It was a memorable event for all who came.
0: We first stopped by the Kenyan culture booth, where we talked with one of the parents explaining traditional Kenyan foods, including chapati and mandazi. Their booth was super colorful and also had original fabrics and musical instruments alongside the food.
2: Today we brought um, chapati and mandazi. And chapati is uh, it's, it's an, it's a Kenyan food, but it's, it was introduced to Kenya by Indians who were brought to Kenya when the British colonized Kenya. And so it's, uh, it's like bread, it's like naan, you know? So chapati is like naan, you, you use it to scoop you know uh, vegetables and you eat it with meat, anything. And then mandazi is donuts. It's it's like a very popular street food. It's very nice for tea and coffee and snack, you know. As a kid, you know, we used to pack it for lunch and, and, and breakfast. Yeah. So those are the two we brought. But I also brought a traditional music instrument that I play, it's called Nyatiti. And so I was showing people how that's played here. And uh, yeah, so, you know, that's a little bit of it. But we also brought a lot of like fashion stuff, you know. Uh, So like the shirt I'm wearing, the clothes we are using here, this jacket that my daughters are wearing, the the backpack, you know. Uh, You know, garments, clothing is very important. The food and the music and the clothes go together.
1: Yeah, I loved how he brought such versatile food dishes that could be eaten with, like, any drink or most of Kenyan dishes.
0: Yeah, it was super cool. He didn't only bring the food. I thought it was really cool how he brought his clothing. Like, that really made his booth come to life, as well as the instruments, which he was simultaneously playing.
1: It was, like, fully decorated, like his kids were wearing the traditional clothing and as well as him and his wife, which I thought was really cool. Next, we talked with a parent representing Mexican culture. She was serving chips and homemade guacamole as well as traditional hibiscus juice. I
3: brought guacamole and chips and I brought agua de jamaica to drink, which is hibiscus water. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you prepared those dishes and what that food means to you and your culture? Sure. Uh, Hibiscus water is very, we, in Mexico, we like to drink agua frescas a lot. They'll do any type of fresh water. Um, Yeah, rice water, oatmeal water, any type of thing. But hibiscus water is just like you get the dry flour, you have to boil it. And then you get like the juice, the concentrate that comes out, you, you drain it. And then you just add enough water and sugar and it tastes really good. And then the guacamole is very, yeah, the typical. Avocados, cilantro, onion. I don't use tomato in my guacamole, but it would typically have tomatoes. Um, I do a little bit of garlic salt, lime, lots of lime, so it doesn't go brown. And um, that's it, yeah. I had some earlier, and I really liked the lime. I thought it was really fresh, and it kind of yeah, added that flavor. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I think Mexican, we, I, as a Mexican, we really like lime. We use it for a lot of different things. But, yeah, guac definitely helps so it doesn't go brown, the avocado. So, yeah.
1: I thought it was so cool how she brought hibiscus juice, because I've never heard of that before. Because you hear of, like, rose water or, like, orange juice, apple juice. But I've never
0: heard about hibiscus juice. I think it's really good. Um, You know, I want to try it. Yeah. And then the color just makes it really pretty as well. Is it purple? It's like a pinkish purple.
1: OMG, I need to try it. I love purple. So yeah, that is on our next to-do list.
0: And a table over from the Mexican Culture Booth. We stopped by the booth of Chinese culture, stretching multiple tables. Um, It was really cool because they had fun activities, sharing their traditional festivals and customs, along with sweet treats and refreshing herbal teas
4: okay we host two tables for china uh, culture one table for food chinese traditional food and another table is some chinese traditional items like traditional festivals to introduce about them and a small game and uh, we also have lucky bag and we put uh, two lucky coins inside <laughs> uh, when in chinese new year we always give our keys The lucky bag is like making them healthy, happiness, rich like that. And uh, here are Chinese traditional foods. Uh, This is mooncake, mooncake made of uh, green beans. And this is tea, flower tea. And this is kuwa, it's just Chinese and kuwa. Tastes tastes like black tea.
1: I thought that it was super interesting how she mentioned the lucky back because it's very similar to many different like Asian customs for Lunar New Year because my family, we've also do like the red envelope. Have you ever had mooncakes before, Chloe?
0: I have. A lot of people like to fill them with different things. Like I think she filled them with green beans and then the other one might have been like red bean or something. But usually that's eaten on Lunar New Year.
1: Yeah, I've had one where it was like an egg yolk inside of it. Sometimes they can be either like sweet or salty. So it's kind of fun how versatile mooncakes are too. Lastly, we visited the booth representing South Korean culture, learning about the typical food techniques and popular dishes there.
3: So with the Korean food, is a lot of varieties. Um, So a lot of uh, marinating and a lot of uh, first seeding. Typically very healthy, and some of them is very spicy. We didn't bring any spicy food today, but you know, sweet and then a little bit of flavors. So it's all gone, just only the the sweet rice cakes left. So try some. (laughs) How did you prepare the sweet rice cakes? Uh, Actually, uh, her mom made it. Yeah, that one is the ingredients for the soup rice cake and basically making a rice, like a rice cooker. Uh, but it's a, just a little ingredients so that you just put it on, then voila, that's
1: it. <laughs> that booth was very fun. Um, everybody was wearing like the traditional um, South Korean dress, and they all looked very pretty. Um, for the food, I loved how they... Did this card of, like, the image of the food and, like, a little description with the ingredients because you could really, like, learn what was inside of it and, like, the differences between each popular dish.
0: Yeah, Haley and I tried the sweet rice cakes after we talked to her, and I thought it was super interesting. It was, like, sweet and savory at the same time. Yeah, and it had, like, an interesting texture, too. It had, like, a texture kind of similar to mochi, which was really good. Yeah, it was solid. At that booth, we also played a game seen in Squid Games, where it's, like, three paper squares. And then you just, like, flip it when you throw it down, right? Yeah. So there's one on the floor, and then we would throw one of the squares at the one on the floor and try and flip it over.
1: Which was a fun activity, especially for, like, all the kids there. They all had a very fun time. Okay, well, I think that wraps up our recap of the West Mercer Culture Fair we had such a fun time learning about all the different cultures and also we would like to shout out Grace for being such an incredible MC. She did a great job and all of the parent volunteers and teachers that helped coordinate this event. You can check out Eating Adventures on Instagram at Eating Adventures Podcast and download our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcast.
0: And you can also listen to us live on Wednesdays at noon on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.